0: Technique. Broadcasting live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, deep inside the secret bee cave, it's Joel Blank and Jeremy Brenham.
1: Final hour of the Killer Bees here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Joe George and for Jeremy, the last hour alongside Joel Blank, as always. I kind of want to finish this list of quarterbacks. There's so many to go through, so we got about halfway through. We'll get to the free agency stuff, the back end of this segment. So we just finished Minnesota. I agree with you guys. Kirk Cousins is back. I feel like the next one's very easy. New England, new quarterback. New quarterback, right? quarterback for new sure. Quarterback. No, Not even a question. Well, I mean, again, to Jeremy's way of
2: looking at this, depending on the, the criteria, I think Zappi's going to be back as a backup. Sure. But Zappi ain't the starter.
1: Yeah, I, I, I feel like, worst case, they take a quarterback at two or three, or if Chicago doesn't make that move to take a quarterback at one, that's the deal Chicago wants to make. Where, but then the, the question becomes, what do you do with Mac Jones? And who takes him? That's a good question. Like, I think a lot of these guys, like where does you know, what is Desmond Ritter is probably the backup in like, maybe he's in Pittsburgh. Maybe he's the the backup in like, huh?
2: The Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. McVay looks like a a young guy that might've been in the wrong system. I might be able to tap into because I think like a Mac Jones, does he do what you would like him to do, which is do what, um, in new Orleans, uh, Derek Carr. No, no, no. The backup. James Winston? Do a James Winston and say, you know what? I came in. I thought I knew it all. I don't. I've had a lot of bad offensive coordinators. Maybe if I could learn a year or two under a true... Because, again, Mac Jones could also be a Rams-type fit. If Stafford's got a year or two left, cool. But, look, I got a guy that came out with a lot of accolades that can throw it and maybe... Uh, getting getting into a McVay system makes a difference.
0: I think you, we're missing a name for Mac Jones. The We've, one that
2: makes the most sense?
0: Well, just from who who do we know was interested in when he was a draft prospect? San Francisco, San Francisco. and obviously they traded away Trey Lance to the 49ers, so I, I could see them bringing in uh Mac Jones as someone that Kyle Shanahan at least at one point was enamored with and making him the the backup for Brock. Well, and Birdie. he becomes yeah. your
2: your Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold yeah, exactly. made wasn't going to be long term there anyway. And you know you got your starter in Purdy, so if you bring him in to kind of play behind Purdy, and then you can pick and choose, I think you're, it's a good spot too.
1: All right, New Orleans, Derek Carr. I know he's got a, they're he's locked got a, in. I I feel like they are. I I do think that Dennis Allen, if they don't make the playoffs, will be fired. See, that,
2: that's what I was going to say. I think you can see a change in the system and the coaching staff, but I don't think you're going to see a change because of what they what they had to. Give to Carr and commit to Carr to get him.
1: Okay, so I have this this like spicy hot take that about the New Orleans Saints, and it, it's based off a report from the Las Vegas Review Journal, Vincent uh, Bonseigneur or something like that. He was doing a candidates list for the Raiders for their next coaching search, and he suggested that to stop the lawsuit that's currently going on, that the Vegas Raiders could rehire John Gruden. And my take with this is that John Gruden was at Saints camp this offseason. He was. He was was like a non paid offensive assistant. Trying to like install the offense. Like, if the NFL, if their strategy to get out of this, you know, billion dollar, multi million dollar lawsuit, whatever it is, out of John Gruden, I wonder if there's any chance John Gruden tries to reunite with Derek Carr in New Orleans. I think there's a small, it's like 2% chance. But like the fact that, like, his name's being thrown out there right now as even a candidate to get out of this lawsuit, I find very interesting.
2: I, I think that the interesting part of it is more so with the Gruden aspect than it is Carr. Yeah. Because I think that if you think about what, did that loss, that, what was that lawsuit, or, I mean, what was that investigation supposed to be? It was supposed to be Dan Snyder and yeah. the Washington front office. And the way that the league was able to spin out short-term was to blame it all on Gruden the commissioner said, "I'm not talking about the rest of it. We're not releasing all of the different texts and emails and everything that was on there." Yep. And then suddenly, when Gruden decided to fight back, now they got another issue on their hands. If they could get that to go to go away too, and they could play their their kind of bully ball,
1: I just I it's something that, that's like once it was suggested, I was like, you know, that makes some sense actually.
2: Can I throw some more spice on it? Yeah what if he went back to to the to the Raiders because you know Davis I think, I think it's possible because Davis didn't want to get rid of him in the first place
1: yeah I think it's very much on the table that he just like goes back to the Raiders which I think would be hilarious because they made the playoffs without him and think, then they got worse with the next coaches but I don't I just it wouldn't if that's the way
2: they quietly behind the scenes find a way out of the lawsuit to let John back in the league there's no doubt and the vacancy is there for Vegas you there's no doubt Davis would love to have Gruden back yeah
1: all right Pittsburgh uh, they, Kenny think, Pickett, Trubisky, Rudolph, whoever it is.
2: See, I think, I think next year Pickett will be the starter to start the season. I just think that they may draft one of those quarterbacks late first, second, or third round and try and at least put a guy behind him because I think Trubisky's gone there. I yeah. think Rudolph's not the answer. I don't think Pickett's the answer either, but I think that because they, he's still cheap, he'll, he'll be the starter day one.
1: This is like one of those teams where I think it becomes a math problem. We have all these quarterbacks we're talking about. We keep saying yes, for the most part, of like, this quarterback's gone. The problem is there's only so many quarterbacks in the draft and so many quarterbacks in free agency that you want. I think the Ryan Tannehill makes makes a lot of sense here. If Kirk Cousins were to not go back to Minnesota, he probably makes a lot of sense for Pittsburgh. I know that our friend Dez has been sending me tweets from the Pittsburgh area that they might double down on going with bad Bears quarterbacks and, like, People are asking for fields, fields Ooh, in boy. Pittsburgh. And I'm like, okay. But like, I, I do, I think you're right. I think Pickett's the quarterback there next year with a different OC and they give him one more shot. And
2: I, and that's the other thing. They're going to use to the, the organization's defense. They're going to use, we had an awful OC in Canada. We got rid of him finally. That's no slap in the face to Kenny Pickett. We don't know what he can be unless he gets with a true good offensive coordinator. So I don't think they make a change.
1: Okay. Uh, Seattle.
2: You know I can't stand. I know. Uh, I'm just know. not a Geno fan. But uh, the way things have gone, I think they'll stick with him.
1: Yeah, I think at least I think it's. I don't know if like Drew Locke goes on some run here if he plays again this weekend. But they got them both. Yeah, so they like, got nothing to lose. Yeah, I feel like their quarterback's still on their roster for one more year. Yep. Part of the
0: problem with teams like Seattle is they're not going to be in a spot to have a draft pick to take a quarterback anyway. Yeah, we're going to so, take so, I mean, And anyone who's available through a free agency for the most part is not going to be the answer. We see this quarterback carousel every year where it's a bunch of quarterbacks who have failed in other teams and they go to New, oh. new like a Carson Wentz. They go, everyone thinks, oh, they'll be the answer. They're never the answer. Let so. me tell you who their
2: answer would be to groom and come behind either one of those guys and have a spot on the roster. Is Michael Penix? If they could get him, yeah, second third round, played at Washington, big up in the Pacific Northwest, they that get some, make some hype sense. out of it yeah. without using a first round pick on him. If he slides, that's a guy to watch to fit, fit into
1: Seattle. Yeah, I think him and Nix would make a lot of sense yep. there. Like, and it kind of fits their timeline where they're older quarterbacks, and like you can just play them right away. And even though you don't expect to have them for you know twelve years. Because of just their age currently, it might be a shorter career than that. Like, I think both those guys would make that's a lot a of guy, sense.
2: That's a team where you don't have to completely press the reset because their defense is pretty good. Where one, you're right, because Knicks in Oregon, the Pacific Northwest guys make a lot of sense there because you can groom them for a year or two under Geno. Geno's not long, long term, and he's not got a whole lot left. And then you figure it out.
1: Yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, come in, beat out Geno, and it's your job. Yep. Like, otherwise, it's, like it's and just. And Locke Gino. could be
2: playing somewhere else.
1: Uh, Tampa Bay. I'll, I'll be honest. I think I think Baker's their quarterback. I think he's coming back.
2: He's I think he played they, really good. He played his tail off at Lambeau last weekend. I mean, four touchdowns, three hundred plus yards, and you know what? He he's finding Evans. He's using the receivers. He's not trying to do too much. He's limiting his mistakes. And because the, that ownership doesn't like to pay a lot of money, I think they're fine for another year with Baker Mayfield.
1: Do you agree, Brian?
0: Yeah, I, I do because I just I think they're kind of right now in a position where a lot of their older veterans are going to age out. And so there's no sense in bringing in another expensive quarterback when they could just resign Baker until they're ready to tank and then just basically shut everybody.
1: This one surprises me that it's on this list. They took a quarterback in the third round, he's not good, to the quarterback in the second round that Jeremy Branham loved. But they asked the question about the Tennessee Titans. Will Levis is their guy. Yeah,
0: Levis is going to be there. Yeah, Levis I, is going to be back.
1: Unless they somehow fall into like to a top five pick.
0: I mean, Tannehill is gone. Oh, let me gone. give you another
1: option. Unless Crash Davis
2: goes headfirst into another linebacker and yeah, does something might be stupid to put him out for next year. He's going to be their quarterback.
0: I, I don't ultimately think Will Levis is that great, but there's no way with the flashes he's shown uh, against Atlanta, and then obviously uh, there was a, another game a few weeks later. Uh, oh, the went over Miami. Mm-hmm. There's no way with the flashes he showed against Miami and Atlanta that they, they wouldn't give it another year.
1: If he get if they move on, let's just say they do. Who has more trade value, Justin Fields, Will Levis?
2: Oh, I think there's so much intrigue I with would Will say, Levis.
0: I would say Levis because he, yeah. he hasn't had enough time to show the warts that Justin Fields had. I mean, yeah. Fields is in year four. He's shown too many warts by now. Yeah, yeah, there's
2: too many people that said that's an untapped resource that we could still do something with. It's like the McVay situation I said. You get a guy that's a true NFL mind that sees that arm, that physicality, and says, I can work with that. Yeah, I think he's got more value.
1: Uh, Washington.
2: They, they're moving on. I'm No, no, you know what? Hmm.
1: Same house. Sam. house, not bad.
2: They're, they're moving on in their coaching staff. For sure, yeah. Rivera's gone. Sam Howell will start the year in
0: Washington. I think so too. I'm surprised they're also on. This I could see. I Joel brought up uh, earlier with uh, Seattle maybe drafting you know Michael Penix and like a second third round quarterback. I could see Washington taking a similar tactic because Sam Howell I think is good enough right now for the team to be competitive, but I don't think he's the long term answer. So I think they stick with Sam Howell. Use the first round pick uh, or whatever you know their their free agent money to address the like the the positions around the quarterback and then take a quarterback in the second, third round and see if he can develop behind Sam Howell.
1: All right, bonus. Take your take
0: your heart out of
1: it. Packers?
2: Greenback. Green they're going to another quarterback. They buy, I, I would so? hope so. The, the problem is, is they're not going to be able to draft one. It, hmm. If it, That's why I kept wanting them to lose all year. They're in a really tough situation because you realize they got to pay him to come back. They're already paying him 20-some this year, but they re- he's looking for a long-term deal now. So you're not just committing for another year, and you can franchise tag him for a year, but at the same time,
0: is it possible they let them walk and go into a full rebuild?
2: Well, their defense, when you look at all the first round picks they spent, they're the youngest team in the NFL. I don't think it's a full rebuild. It's Why, just, I mean,
0: wide receivers are set up for the future. It's
2: well, are they though? Watson can't stay healthy and Dobbs has problems uh, catching Jayden, the ball. Jaden Reed has looked but really Reed good. Reed has looked really good. But again, we know it's I would say it's more an indie situation. They still have a ton of talent. I think LaFleur comes back, the defensive coordinator's gotta go go, he with all those first round picks that are talented, he hasn't done Joe Barry has done nothing. But I think the quarterback is such a—it's a huge quandary because you got to pay him, and he's not going to look for another one-year deal. Now you can tag him; he won't be happy with it, and that buys you another year. And you—but you're still going to have to pay through the wazoo for him. But I think that they are looking for somebody else. They know what a lot of people aren't willing to say that they know yet. And Jordan Love ain't it?
0: Yeah, I—I I, I think you hit it at the end there. They'll—I they'll, think they're going to tag him. And yeah, try to try to build around him for one more year.
1: I would be surprised, it, unless. Once again, Kirk Cousins. Like if they felt like that, they could Mm. make that move and bring him in. Like I see, I think if he hits free agency, he's going to get a good contract. I kind of sure from a bad team.
0: There's lots of teams like Atlanta and all the teams we've mentioned. Jordan Love would be probably paid. Jordan Love.
1: I'll be honest with you. If from my perspective, if I woke up and because I don't love Caleb Williams and I don't love Drake May, and the Chicago Bears drafted Marvin Harrison. And Joe Alt, the left tackle from Notre Dame, with what they have on both sides of the ball, all their other pieces, and they said we're taking Kirk Cousins. I, I'll be, I'll be, I would, I'd be excited. You'd win. to uh, say this. You'd be a playoff team. Yeah, like it's it's not the best. If your defense scenario. does what, it,
2: if your defense continues to do what it's been doing, yeah, and you already have talent on the offensive side of the ball, now is that worth it to you to just say we're a playoff team again? Because I don't think you're going to win the division because Detroit's going to do that. I don't think you're good enough to go very far yet. Mm-hmm. But do you do you continue to roll with and can you still find another quarterback for
1: Cousins because he's only going to, be, to replace him? Yeah, eventually. he's not going to be long term. Yeah. All right. My last question with this then: of all the teams we've mentioned, do you guys think that someone, even though the Texans chose Case Keenum, any of these teams that we're talking about quarterback switches make a call on Davis Mills?
2: Yeah, to, to compete for a job. Yeah.
1: You know where I think he could fit.
2: He could back up. He could back up Baker.
1: I was actually thinking like Pittsburgh.
0: I mean, <laughs> like, I, I would look at people from the Shanahan tree. Now that he's spent a full season, the Shanahan tree yeah. maybe go to one of those teams as a backup. Right. Some place where he already knows the he offense. He go to
2: Tennessee and backup, but they already got Malik Willis.
0: I think he's getting cut. I, yeah, think, I think Willis I think could be Mills gone and Davis. Malik I think, I think yeah.
2: Davis Mills could be. Now you look at it and say, hey, look, at least I got two opportunities to try and find one guy that can play, and I got another young guy backing up the guy that I'm going to
1: try out in Will Levis. I, still, I feel like Malik Willis might be the quarterback for the Houston Gamblers. In this new USFL XFL merger, like I think that's honestly the kind of quarterback he could be the
2: number three quarterback
0: in Indy. That quarterback draft Steichen, was so bad. It was so Malik bad. Willis, Kenny Pickett. It was so bad. Like, oh, but even then, an, like, old, an all-time bad quarterback class. How much did we pump up the fields draft
1: with like Lawrence and all those guys? There's one good quarterback. It's true. Davis Mills is the second you know, best quarterback you know where in where class. You know where
2: Malik Willis could? This is always this is always my biggest problem. One when Deshaun was here. Why is the guy that's backing up Deshaun Watson the polar opposite of Deshaun Watson? So yeah. if he gets hurt, he couldn't play the same system. Yeah. I think Malik Willis could also end up under Shane Steichen just because of the fact that you could utilize his his athleticism and be just he doesn't have to yeah. never gonna be the starter. Or like a Baltimore but if he goes out, he's like a Teddy Bridgewater. He picks up where the quarterback left off and might be able to buy us in time.
1: All right. So we are gonna do ringer takes is what we're gonna just call it in the next segment. They the ringer, Bill Simmons, Ryan Rasillo gave us three wonderful Jalen Green hot takes that we're going to discuss next here on the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, right,
2: before we go to the break, tell you about good friends. At Apollo Men's Health, look, it's the holidays, you're run down, you got zero energy, and maybe you didn't have a whole lot of energy before the holidays hit. But now you're wondering, you want to put some resolutions in play. Maybe you want to get, you know, back on a workout program. You want to lose weight. You need more energy in your life. So many things that you want to do when you start to be a new you on January 1. Well, you got to go to Apollo Men's Health starting right now because they have answers to all the places and areas where you're coming up a little short. From the boardroom to the weight room to the bedroom, they've got solutions, programs, and answers to all your questions and where you're falling short. It starts with more energy on a daily basis, and that could be a B12 shot like I get weekly. Or you can look at all the different ways men and women are reaping the benefits and in the lobby to get their hormone therapy. You can administer it at home and learn how. They can do it for you weekly, or they have cutting-edge pellet testosterone therapy. You only have to go in every six months, but you get more energy on a consistent daily basis. If it's all about the gym to you or losing weight, look, they've got a way that you can measure your results. Figure out when your body fat has gone down, your muscle mass has gone up with a body composition analysis. Do one to start and then one periodically every so often to see how you're making progress. Recovering quicker starts with HGH peptide therapy so you're not as sore. Or maybe you want to lose weight but you don't have time to get on the treadmill or or, or lift weights. They have FDA-approved semi-glutide where people are losing up to six pounds every week without working out at all. Check them out today. They have three locations to better serve you. Go to apollomh.com right now. Check out all the services. Also, you can book your appointment right there online. Book one. Get in there and mention my name. You're going to find out. You can get a free B12 shot. You can get your lab results or you can get a body composition analysis on your first official visit. You pick one of the three, but it's my gift to you this holiday season and all year long. Check them out today. They make a difference in people's lives on a daily basis. Go to Apollo Men's Health and ApolloMH.com. You're back where you
0: belong, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with the killer bees who won't sting you unless provoked. Here's Joel and Jeremy.
1: All right, so I was perusing Twitter the other day. Well, you're not Jeremy. Um, Correct, Spencer. I am Joe. Jeremy left. Uh, Jeremy will be back Thursday. I want to make sure we promote this. Next Thursday and Friday, we're going to try something very different, okay? All these folks here that don't want to work, except for me, Jeremy, Joel, and Paul. Paul wants to work? And next Thursday and Friday, from three to to six, I know, and next Thursday and Friday, because I don't feel like producing two shows because I'm Lazy Bones. Full admittance here. Uh, we're gonna do a three man killer bees next Thursday and Friday. Paul's not a B. It's gonna be the Killer BGs. Which Blank, Branham, George, Paulie and Galois. and I have done BG shows before. So it's gonna be Joel, Jeremy, and Paul from three to six next Thursday and Friday. And just a follow up with that, we will not have a show on New Year's Day. Because we'll be carrying the college football semifinals games. So then, that day, the Killer Bees is going to be on from 9 to 12. Because Paul doesn't want to work that day. Shocker. But he wanted to work the other He's going to be hungover. And we'll have no shows Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So that's the plan next week. Thursday and Friday, the only show on the station next week is going to be Joel, Jeremy, and Paul, and myself from 3 to 6. We'll have game on on Thursday night. But that'll be it. Those will be the only shows going on next week. Hang out with us. We'll be tomorrow. We'll be at Nick's place... Um, Joel and myself, we're at least going to do a What Up H-Town competition. I have one other game that I'm thinking about doing. It's a game I want to steal from Chicago. It's called, from a, a show I used to listen to, they call it Can't Do It. And so, like, the the premises of it is there's no sex questions, right? Because, like, you know, you might not answer that. But basically, like, what Me? we'll do. Oh, he's not working tomorrow. Um, my wife's going to be there. So Oh, like, that's I, also awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I'm not answering those questions. So, maybe if they're for you. Um, but I think what we do is like we're going have note cards, and people can ask their questions or task. So, like, no drinking for Joel because Joel doesn't drink. Um, and then whoever comes up with a question that we finally feel uncomfortable answering will win some kind of prize It's kind of what I'm thinking. Just right. kind of talking out loud here. I just don't know how. If, it gets crazy there, and it's always. That's it, 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 what I've heard. So that's like, why we don't, don't,
2: that's I told you. Don't even worry about the rundown tomorrow because of the fact that it's going to be so off the walls and there's going to be so many contests and there's going to be yeah. so many people shouting stuff to us during the middle of the shows. But it's a it's a freaking party all day long.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. So we'll be at Nick's Place all day tomorrow for the Christmas party starting at 7 a.m. with John and Lance all the way through us at 6 o'clock. Uh, I'll be getting there at 12 to start my drinking and eating of the great Nick's pizza. God,
2: their pizza is phenomenal.
1: so good. So I got to get there early, make sure I get some grubbing. All right. So I was on Twitter. Uh, and I saw some Bill Simmons takes that were going around. And then yesterday I was listening to the Ryan Russillo podcast, and he also had a take that I wanted to bring to your attention. So there are three Jalen Green takes. And we're going to start with the this one from Bill. Bill Simmons said, The reason the Rockets should trade Jalen Green is because they're too good for him. Because Jalen is still young, figuring out his game, that Jalen needs to be in a situation more like he was the previous two years, where he can kind of just be himself, where your expectations aren't to win. Your expectations are just to develop as a basketball player. But the rest of the Rockets team has gotten too good for Jalen Green to really figure out and to develop into a good role or system player on this team. Good take, bad take, fair take? So
2: I think that it's a bad take because I don't think the Rockets are too good for Jalen Green. I think the Rockets might be the best. If Jalen Green would just allow it to happen, the Rockets might be the best thing going for Jalen Green because Ime Adoka could point out to him, I put a system around Jason Tatum and, and, and Jalen Brown, and I and it worked for both them and for us, and we had team success and they had individual success. But if he's going to fight it, then it's going to be a problem for him and the team because I think to Jeremy's point, you don't want to sell low. But at a certain point, to my point that we had in the conversation earlier today, you also don't want to keep forcing the ball into his hands when it's not working and the rest of the team has had success doing it a different way. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's a very dicey situation. But I also want to point out, because I've always pointed this out, and people forget about this. When he came into this league, people thought he was Kobe Bryant and the next coming to Kobe Bryant. (sighs) And that's why it's such a letdown for so many people But he never was Kobe Bryant. He will never be Kobe Bryant. And I'm sorry, from what I've seen of him, he might be a
1: very good player in this league, but he ain't ever going to come close to being like a Kobe Bryant type player. All right, the next one that Bill had, he threw out a trade suggestion um, that I thought was interesting because there's been some rumors in Atlanta that this guy is not happy. Uh, Really just traded there, not what, last offseason. But how do you feel about DeJounte Murray? Jalen Green, Dejounte Murray. Don't worry about the other stuff that would go into the. Well, track. the money doesn't work, does it? No, I think you'd have to you'd have to move another ten million dollars. But you have Oladipo, so so you could trade you could trade Oladipo's contract with Jalen to make it work. I, I still I don't, I don't okay I still I I think
2: because I want to say Dejounte Murray re-upped already that I don't know that it works. But regardless, just for the sake of the discussion, I don't like Dejounte Murray because you're not going to have Fred VanVleet forever, and, and he's your best player. And and you're not, and these young guys, I don't see any of these other guys. I see a lot of these younger guys developing into players in this league, but I don't think that there's very many on this roster. And I think the three that you would discuss as being potential, having superstar potential, it's Jalen Green, it's Jabari Smith, and it's Amen Thompson. And I look, Shen could be an all star. This isn't a center's league anymore to where he, and he's not the Joker. I hate to break that to you guys, but he's good. He's not the Joker. So I think that. If you're trading away one of the potential superstars you already have on the roster and you're bringing back a guy that I think is going to be paid better than the player that he is, I don't think that's a good trade for the Rockets.
1: Yeah, it's it, to me, it's it's the bar's too low. Like I still think that he's 21 years old. You have all these Brooklyn picks that we still think at some point will turn bad. I mean, they just kind of keep finding a way to be yeah. like a, a mediocre basketball team. But if you're going to trade Jalen at this point, I would wait until you can aim higher. Remember, you
2: also don't, you're, after this year, you're not going to have your pick for the foreseeable future. Yeah,
1: but you have the Brooklyn ones. So, like, I think the yeah. So, like, you are giving up, like, your draft capital, right. right? Like, the remaining capital you have, you would move away in that Brooklyn deal. And that's that's the hard part about the NBA is because if you're not doing that, you're talking about trading picks in, like, 2030, 20, 2032, 20, and, like, it's crazy. Well, this they is why we always said,
2: you in the NBA, you've you got to be really good or really bad. But the, the teams that are in the middle somewhere... Are, are, are the ones that are completely screwed because you're never gonna because look at the Rockets they they overpaid Van Vliet and 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 uh, Brooks yeah good for the short term but the money you d- gave away tied up just about all your cap space
1: yeah I just I I think it's 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 too low of a bar for me to move on from Jalen Green I I I'm more out on him than most and we're gonna do one more of these on the other side because I I heard. Ryan Rastillo did, he does uh, NFL quarterback to NBA player comps, and it blew my mind. Um, You know the one thing I would say before we
2: get to that and then get to the break, Joe, is the fact that from a Jalen Green perspective, you don't have to trade him yet. When it starts getting close to paying him, that's when you ultimately have to trade him or keep him. But there's still time for both sides to figure it out. You just need a little bit more buy-in from him because you know you got a coach. Ain't going anywhere.
1: Yeah, I, I I hesitate to trade him right now. Like I couldn't imagine doing it. To me, it's an off-season move, but I just feel like you need you need the unhappy superstar to like really make me want to do that. On the flip side, I got another
2: one for you that I'm I don't think that they brought up that might develop some more conversation. All
1: right, we'll hit on that next. Plus, we'll do Christmas debates. We'll do that again today. It's the killer bees here on ESPN 975 and 92.5.
2: Before we go to the break, tell you about a good friend, Doc Lindville. Doc Linville, time running out on gifts, right? You don't want to go to the mall. You don't want to do so many things, but you got a significant other. You know that you guys are going to be together for a long time. Maybe you're not, but maybe in the meantime, you just are considering a lot of different things for what's the great gift for my significant other. He does plastic surgery. He does Botox. He does spot treatments. You figure out what's best for your significant other. You don't have to even go to the mall. Go to Doc Linville, and he and his staff will work it out with you for you, and it will be a gift that keeps on giving. If you do want to get the best thing going that I know about, and he's the best in the business at doing it, check out the Neograph procedure. Neograph procedure, for those of you that are experiencing pattern baldness, you don't have any more hair in certain areas, or you're getting thin, You don't think there's anything that can solve it. You think that you're going to go to the sprays and the creams and the foams that just mask the problem or you're going to shave your head. Nope. You go to get uh, an informational meeting with Doc Linville and his staff and you figure out if the neograph procedure is right for you like it was right for me. Simply put, he takes hair where you're never going to lose it. Sides in the back of your head, you're always going to have hair no matter other places that you lose your hair. And he moves some of it to where you need it most, those problem areas. And almost instantaneously, you see the follicles. They start to grow. Six to nine months later, problem solved it's awesome I did it I couldn't rave about it anymore because he's the best in the business and it's amazing check it out today because you get that consultation to figure it out for free most people pay $150 to have a session and figure it out you can ask all your questions get all the answers and the best part about it is it doesn't cost you a single cent you're not committed you're not signing on the dotted line you're just finding out about the neograft all you got to do is go to 975 hair.com and book your appointment sign up Get in there, ask the questions, get the answers, and see if you might be the next in line to get this great procedure. I think he's the best. I think it's the best, and I couldn't be happier. Maybe you're the next to get the procedure. Go to
0: 975hair.com. Most bees make honey. These killer bees make great sports insights, but they also make honey. Don't ask about the process. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Joel and Jeremy.
1: He's blank. I'm Joe George. Filling in for Jeremy the last hour of the show of Game On with
0: Barry Laminac and Jerome Solomon. Maybe? Yeah, I just heard from him. Uh, Barry will be uh, over the Comrex. And, All right. And uh, Jerome is in studio. All right. So they'll be here
1: in 22 minutes. They will start That's the wrong. show together. 25 minutes. My computer on my clock Maybe. is wrong. My,
0: You're also just my bad clock on time my computer. And math. I mean. Geography.
1: Facts. All right. So you want to throw, before I get to this NBA NFL QB comp that Ryan was still right, 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 right. Me. I got a, one for me. You had another name.
2: Yeah, I got another name for you. And this one might, this might wet your whistle a little bit. This might entice you a little bit, okay? Zion Williamson only played 29 games last season. So, potentially,
1: New Orleans can void the last three years of his contract. No, 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 no. that's wrong. His contract has been, is no longer guaranteed. Right. It's, it's, so Officially. So, yeah, so
2: it's a, because he's fat. But you could also see New Orleans... What I'm saying is New yeah. Orleans might stay loyal to Zion. Doing, oh, we yeah. could, but we're not going to do that. But yeah, he right? failed the weigh in. What is he a boxer? He no, they have to. He he I weighed know. over two ninety five. This is fun. like this is like the Kyler Murray thing with with, with his watching film being in the contract.
0: Yeah. The, oh, the, the, the no playing video games clause. Ooh, you what saw should, that, Stephen? What you a-
1: rather have? Would you would you rather have a player on your team that has a no video games con- con- clause or a not being fat clause? Uh, depending
2: on the what sport you're playing, but unless it's pickleball, I'm probably taking the not fat, uh, or I mean, yeah, or a
0: defensive I'd line that way. I, I mean, agree. T- yeah, I mean, Tyreek Hill is credited playing Madden for helping him learn how to d- dissect defenses, so. and having three kids this but, year. But
1: Christ, but if we're having <laughs> these
2: questions about Jalen Green, could you entertain a scenario where New Orleans, who uh, honestly no one that's that's a free agent wants to really consider signing with? where New Orleans kind of resets the clock a little bit, gets out from a bad deal in their mind. Zion gets a fresh start on a young team with a chance to do a lot of good things with guys around him and maybe be more of a focal point. And maybe you consider Zion Williamson in a trade scenario with Jalen Green and things.
1: The hard part (sighs) is is that when he's at his best, Zion is still very clearly one of the best players in the NBA. I don't know if he's one of the best, but
2: he's definitely like top 15. Yeah, for sure. You'd
0: have to sell me that Yudoka could basically reign him in. Because I, I have a fear that this team went through multiple years with a bunch of young players under Steven Silas and developed a ton of bad habits. And now you're introducing a guy into the locker room with a ton of bad habits. But if you can convince me Yudoka can fix that, then I'm on board because of the talent. But I have reservations because Today, of those bad habits.
2: on
1: Dr. Phil, I'm going to explain to you guys how this really works. Because like Zion's a great basketball player. His issues are not basketball. His issues are his choice in women and eating chocolate. So as Dr. Phil like, was co- <laughs> So <laughs> as I Dr. Mean, Phil I mean, entered. The test,
2: what better coach to coach a guy a who's had issues with off the floor and women type things? Than a guy that can say, "Been there, done ben that, there big done fella." That, yeah. Let me help you now. I don't know if I can help you push away from the table, but I think I can bring other people for that. But I can help you with the other things. And in the meantime, I can tell you that I got your back. You're going to be part of my system. You do what I ask you to do, and
1: we're going to make it the best thing for you. I mean, I'll tell you this: if if it's a reasonable offer, like all of the weight and stuff, it, like New Orleans is going to consider that and what they're asking for, because he is the more valuable player in this deal. I would take the risk because when, I think it would be an unbelievable. Have, yeah. And even if you said, cause I was thinking about this, he, obviously,
2: even if you thought Jabari Smith plays the same type position, the said NBA, the, but no, the NBA plays small ball a lot. And we just said that Jabari can play minutes at the center. If he needs to, Yeah, you could get to a point where Jabari and defensively, he can guard some threes to where you could play with a smaller lineup, but you could have those two guys being affected, uh, affecting the offensive side of the ball and still play defense to where that team could be talented. Yeah, and Zion. And I,
0: I would like the mix of those three. If you're talking about Jabari, Shingun, and Zion as your quote-unquote big, it, it kind of goes it goes further into the way basketball is played nowadays It's just being completely positionless because all three guys yep. could basically rotate between those three positions. Well, and
1: really Zion has had his best success this season playing point guard.
0: Like he has I been wouldn't a, want him playing. I don't pointer. want him playing no, but like, point. But, like it, but, the but Van Vliet
1: could player. make him better because yeah. Van
2: Vliet gets you the ball and your best chances to score. Yeah. And Zion's good around the elbow. And if they run the same kind of offense, they run through Shingun. Who says you couldn't run it on the other side or otherwise in other times through Zion the same way?
1: Yeah. No, I think uh, it, to me it's worth the risk, even if it flopped and it was a total disaster. I would like if I was for Stone, I'd have no issue losing my job because. I took a risk on Zion. It, it's 100% worth it. Rafael Stone drafted Jalen Green. Yeah. So if it
2: doesn't work out, part of that's going to go on him. Yeah. If he could save Jalen Green, the the, the Jalen Green snipers, mm-hmm. by getting a guy like Zion, I don't think anybody's going to
1: fault him. Yeah. All right. So this was the NBA slash NFL quarterback comp I heard from Ryan Rossillo and, and I'll set it up first. Jalen Green is a player. That most of the Rockets fan base, now it's turning very quickly, like the young twenty one year old homers are starting to turn on him, but he is a player within the fan base that people are still super high on. That that these fans still believe that like he is a generational superstar that the national media does not agree with, but the local media does. And the comp he gave, because it just hit me right in my feels, is Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. And I was like, it like blew my mind. Like, it's the perfect comparison because people like me that like love Justin Fields, like still believe, still believe that like the one or two games where he throws for four hundred yards, like eight touchdowns in two games, like that's who he is, that's the quarterback, like that's the future. But then the rest of the season, we ignore it. We ignore what the rest of it is.
2: I like it. From and the then standpoint Jaylen's that the Jalen can't shoot; he can score. Fields can't pass but he can have success. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of similarities. I think that, obviously, Fields was more decorated in college. I don't think Jalen was a, a standout in the G League, but he's also an 18-year-old kid going up against grown men for the most part in the G League, too. Or, or not the G League. He was in the, the, the other one? No, he was in the G League. He was not the G yeah, League? Yeah, it was in he the, was the other still, okay. Regardless, it's a, it's a decent enough comp, but I think that right now the upside... Okay, Rockets fans might hate hearing this. Upside is greater on Justin Fields than it is, I think, on Jalen Green. Hmm.
0: I do think think the comparison holds when you talk about how, like, the differences are between national and local media. Because I don't know about you guys, but whenever I go into, like – the Twitter for you section. For some reason, I guess because I once looked up Jalen Green, I constantly get a Jalen Green feed, which is nothing but local fans, Rockets Twitter, just basically having a, you know a tirade about, here's the reasons why Jalen Green's been great and the national media isn't picking up on it. So there's definitely there were, a split in opinion there. Yeah. To Joe's <laughs> but, uh, point,
2: there were people on Twitter last night that were begging Rafael Stone to not give up on him because they yeah. know he's been playing horrible. I do
1: feel like you're seeing the big-time homers, though start to kind of flip on Jalen. I know one that's not. I know one
2: big time homer that went out and said when he did the play, Jeremy and I were breaking down earlier. We're late in the game. He should have got called for an offensive foul. He got caught in the air and didn't know what to do. And luckily Dylan Brooks was trailing the play and it ended oh. up where he just dumped it off yeah. threw it behind him. And they got a bucket, and someone tried to say, what a savvy move by Jalen Green to be able to see the defense avoid the charge and find Brooks at the right time? Get
1: out of here. All right, real quickly here, because we'll go a little long, So we have the car wreck of the day in the next segment. Uh, Two quick Christmas debates. Uh, We'll go with the oldest one in the book, basically, at this point. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes.
0: Wow, I thought it takes place. It, it takes place at a Christmas party. This is where,
1: like, I need Jeremy because I, I thought Jeremy would be the it one It debut during
2: Christmas. time. It, it debuted it, during Christmas. It, the, it has the, the backdrop is it.
0: happening at a Christmas yes. party. It's a Christmas. It's movie. It's a
1: Christmas movie. Yep.
0: I'm annoyed. Like I tried to. I scream guess it yesterday. just depends on what your definition of what makes something a Christmas movie. Yeah. For me, it's taking place at Christmas. Agreed. I also a be Christmas Scrooge. being a part of the theme, and it, it, it is with Die Hard. There might
2: not be very. I don't think there's very many good Christmas movies, old or new.
0: I kind of agree with that. I, I think the uh,
2: yeah. Christmas Vacation was funny, yes. but other than that, I'm not like my wife. Hates the fact that I hate the one with Ralphie, a Christmas story. Oh, I hate that one too. I don't like it either. I'm not yeah, a fan of that. that. I'm oh, like, we are aligned
1: in this all then she's like, us.
2: Then she's like, Miracle on 34th Street
1: Gold. I'm not a fan of that. Nope. I'm like, I'm, I could do without all of them. All right. Um, even though so far we've been aligned, I don't know if you guys have seen the new version of the Grinch. I know, uh, like no, the I've the never newest... been much of a fan of Grinch. So I haven't now. either. I'm a okay. Grinch on Grinch. Okay. Well, I was going to ask, what's the best version of the Grinch? The they... Jim Carrey one? Jim Carrey Or like the
0: old, old one? Like the, you the, mean like the, the Dr.
1: Seuss cartoon yeah, one? Yeah, the cartoon. A, yeah. A, I think
0: I'd prefer animated. You're a strange really? one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. It's, it's not a strong feel, though, because I'm not really into the Grinch either way. So, but if, if, I, if you forced me to pick one and actually watch it, I'd probably go animated. Yeah,
1: I've heard the new animated one's pretty good, but like I, I love the Grinch one. Do you guys watch like a Christmas movie? Any Christmas movie? No. On Christmas? No. Every year? No. We, we usually, You know what the funny thing the- is?
2: That's why I would say there's no good Grinch, because it's past its time. Yeah. We tried to get the kids to sit down and watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and we were both kind of fired up going, "Man, we were kids, we watched this." Yeah. And we tried to line up for the girls to watch Rudolph and Frosty and they had zero interest.
1: Frosty not a Christmas movie. Frosty the snowman does not take place during Christmas. <laughs> just a winter time movie. It's a winter movie. Yeah,
0: would, yeah you would just label it as a, like I winter. I don't know, but
2: We if, were like, "Girls, let's all watch Rudolph." I Within 10 Frosty. minutes they were checked out.
0: Yeah, my I got
1: Joseph uh hookline sinker into all these like various versions of Mickey Mouse Christmas movies that are on Disney Plus. Oh, they love Mickey Mouse. That's like all we've been watching is the Christmas ones.
0: Yeah, my two-year-old's not really making any movie decisions at this point. <laughs> uh, well, so, uh, so I like when we re- when she goes to bed and we were wrapping presents. It's it's either Die Hard or Violent Night, which uh, came out last year with Hopper from Stranger all Things.
1: Right, uh, last thing here, how do you guys feel? I'm sure you guys have seen it. The it's gone viral a couple times about the parents who have someone dress up like the Grinch. And like break into the house with the kids right there and start trying to steal the gifts. Oh no. no. That's what I said. Anti. Like, way to Anti. scorn the kids for life. There's this one though where like, yeah, the why kid are you trying fights... to give
0: the kids PTSD? <laughs> yeah. That's a... yeah, that's
1: awful. But there's this one where this kid, he starts to like fight back. Like, he's like screaming at the Grinch. He starts hitting him. It's incredible. I was like, I, I can hope there's so many he things
0: is, that could go wrong with I know. that <laughs> Or you get sued. I, no, absolutely
2: not. Kids are already traumatized by the Grinch. My youngest, who's four now, but she was three last year, and we went into an HEB, and there was a and I go, you guys want a picture with the Grinch? And my eight-year-old was like, yeah, cool. And my four-year-old was going to go along with it go, yeah, sure. And all she turned a corner and saw the Grinch. She went, nope, uh-uh. And she was out. And so we talked to her. We're like, yeah, it's cool. It's a character. We got. She goes, okay, let's go back. Saw him again.
0: Ran. Head for the hills. I'm like, nope, she doesn't like the Grinch. There's, uh, there's no there's no dumber idea to me than setting yourself up with, like, a little one. Now you're having to, like, have I struggle, get, struggle getting them to bed each night because they're afraid someone's going to break I into would the my, house. My my you, oldest ruin Christmas. you could ruin your, the your the next out two, two months, two, three months because yeah. they're you, afraid to go to bed. You could, ruin, you could ruin Christmas forever. My kids
2: already believe all the time if they're upstairs alone that they hear noises or they're scared. Uh-huh. You're going to tell me that you're going to stage a Grinch breaking into Christmas? <laughs> And that's going to make them feel better? Yeah.
1: And like, okay. Uh, all right, we'll go to break. Well, my My question was going to be, who's most likely to call the Grinch on their kids and do this? Beard. Lance. Beard. Beard. Oh, Beard. No
0: Lance. Beard and Lance is a good, Lance Actually, I think Lance too. is too checked out now, but in the past, I think he would have done it. <laughs> all right, we'll do our Car Wreck of the Day. Lance would just, the just analyze his,
2: his, the tape on the Grinch if he was able to, to, to
0: break away. speed. see the way speed? he was able to flip his hips and run. That really, <laughs> his yeah. breakaway speed was awesome.
1: All right, 713-780-3776. Get your texts in, your nominations for Car Wreck of the Day, brought to you by Car Wreck Text. That's next here on The Killer Bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two
2: five. We just got done talking about Christmas and the holidays. You know what that means? Even if you're not the biggest fan of all the movies, you're going to be a fan of bowl games. You're going to be a fan of sports. You're going to know there's sports going to be on morning, noon, and night between college and pro basketball and football and the bowl games and the NFL and all the different sports that are going to be on you are going to be glued to your TV so you don't have your ears glued to your relatives' conversations that are completely boring. You want to make everything more interesting, not just watching the games... How about betting on them? And you go to mybookie.ag because they take care of their customers every step of the way. All you got to do right now is either sign up for the first time or reload your account. They got the the bonuses going on all over the place. Just remember the, the promo code BET975. When you go there to either set up or reload your account, when they ask for the promo code, you put BET975 in and from 50 to to $1,000, whatever you put in, they'll put in. They'll match your, your deposit and you are going to have more money in your account more games you can bet on, and more chances to win. It's fantastic. And your money's not going anywhere either because they're going to make sure it's safe and secure because they've been in business for over a decade. So they want you to be a loyal customer to them because they're going to take care of you. They got crazy odds going on. They got in-game betting. And the main thing is they've got deals like this going all the time where they put more money in your account so you have more chances to play and win. And when there aren't games going on, there's always live dealers standing by with all kinds of casino games like poker and blackjack too. That's why I only encourage you to go to one site, and I always tell you to go to my bookie. Just remember our promo code: bet nine seven five. Use it wherever you can and whenever you can, because you can go to my bookie at any time and you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. With the only place I tell you to do it, it's mybookie.ag. Are you all right? My leg
0: is broken. The bones Don't coming see.
2: through Don't
0: see. Don't see. Ah! Oh! You Where's my money? This is the car wreck of the day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com.
1: All right, get your nominations in. Car wreck of the day brought Better to you by CarWreckTexas.com. Shout out, Big Chicken. They brought us lunch. Oh earlier. yeah, I got the Jerome. It was like a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. So good. Wait, big Shaq. What was the sandwich called? I think it was called the Jerome.
0: Was it? Is it named after Jerome? No, I don't think so. Well, cause I asked Is Jerome Solomon has a sandwich named after him at a place in Kingwood? So I don't know if he <laughs> has. He it. really? Yeah, Barry. Barry
2: used to have a a, a big city wing. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, not big city wings. There's a place in Kingwood called Three B's Grill. Uh, he has something there. At three B's. Jerome has it, and someone else you used to work with at the Rockets' flagship also has a sandwich there. I know. I yeah, I
1: know. Maddie does. Yeah, like. I didn't, we used to go to 3B's all the time.
0: Yeah, I don't know if Jerome's is still there, but it was at one time. Interesting.
1: This is Shaquille O'Neal's chicken place. I know Hoffy does. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah big the chicken. Hoffie
0: burger at yeah, at, yeah, Damaris. Yeah. I need something named so after So Shaq, they me. said,
2: periodically comes into the restaurant and checks on
0: them. I just want to like, can I just want well, to get. What you pick, Joe, if you wanted to have something named I want, after want. I want the new Portillos
1: in the Woodlands to call it a Joe dog instead of a Chicago dog. I represent the city in this I represent Chicago, but I mean, anyone if you to
0: picture Chicago icons, I think I—I um, I don't know where you'd be on the list. I mean, I still represent I thought,
1: Chicago in a way. I'm not a—I'm not a faker like John. Granato. I don't, you, did,
0: you did renounce your Bears I, fandom I, about two yeah, months ago. Then Bears that. <laughs> I, I like bad. what
2: I like what you did there, but I thought the correlation was between you and being a weenie, as opposed to the Chicago aspect that of it. That was really but, rude, Joel. But I mean, either way, it works. I
1: think we got the reaction we needed behind Brian laughing. I, All I'm right. fine with it. All right. Car wreck of the day nomination 713 780 3776. First one is, is when you give a phone number, there's never an O in it.
0: 780? I mean, it's kind of nitpicky. What?
1: I, that's what I'm doing. I'm nitpicking. You don't say, what, well, you say 780? 780 3776. Huh. That's a Barry I go both Warner. Ways on that. Barry
2: Warner forever in a day. I'll give Barry Warner sure. one for, for, for the, his entire year. He goes, Joel, sure. I've got two things for you. One, he says that, and he goes, and B, yeah. You can't do one and B or 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 one A and two. You, you, it's one or the other.
1: Just saying. That is a very Barry thing. Do you That'd have any on, nominations? I'll be honest. You, it's I a
0: it's a low I was, Yeah, yeah I've only been Rockets. on the show for an hour, so I don't it's really. It's the Rockets. The Rockets are the winner, right? Are they? They can suck I, Can I nominate my fantasy team? Is that allowed? No, no. It's no, allowed.
1: It's not going to win. I'm
0: going to nominate well, myself. I, I, I haven't been. I've only been on the show for an hour.
1: Uh, I'll nominate myself though uh, before the show. Sean Mapes was asking for fantasy advice. I didn't realize. Wait, it was... is the
0: game against me? Sorry, John I didn't realize Mavis. it was for the
1: league that we we're all in together. And the player I told him to pick up, I wanted to pick up. Oh, that's a dumb move on your yeah, part. That was I, now the back you don't part. need I'm, Alex I'm to nominate you. You, you just nominated part. yourself. I did nominate myself because I'm a stand up man. I'll uh, really? nominate the Rockets for just being. Bleh. Okay. They made I, us ask if we if they suck again. I'm going to nominate Pat Creighton for bowing out on us. No comment. I'm just kidding. I love you, Pat.
2: PC just decides to drop the drop drop the info on me that he's cutting out. Uh, rip late
1: hits. Yeah. Yeah. RIP. I'm just going to throw that out there. All Although right. he's going to do a show tomorrow from 10 to 12 at next Place. We'll all be there. Uh, Car Rock of the Day there. pre-nomination. Whatever happens tomorrow at Nick's Place. Because there's going to be a couple options.
0: Uh, certainly the onside kick thing is going to yeah. be a nomination. Are they still going to do that?
1: I don't know, actually.
0: I don't oh, that, really help is, that parking lot's
1: conducive or, to it. Yeah, since it because this is all. of the weather? Because it's all at Nick's place. I think Uh-oh. it might be a little bit different. Yeah, tiny that. parking lot. But we'll be there from 3 to 6 tomorrow. We'll be there all day on the station from 7 to 6. By the way, if they Starting were going to do the onside, Steve Hollingsworth and the Desperate Law Firm should be there. Yeah, there's a lot of cars in the area. So who do you want to give it to? The Rockets?
0: Yes, Rocket fun. sounds like a good Rocket one. Jalen Green, you want to say Jalen Green? Just Jalen?
1: I'm going to give it to Jalen Green. Yeah. All right, Jalen Green, Car Wreck of the Day. Congratulations. Brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. All right, that does it for us here on the Killer Bees. Joel Blank on Twitter, at Pacman Joel. Thanks to Jeremy, who left today. Merry Christmas to him. Uh, we will all be back tomorrow at 3 o'clock for the Killer Bees live from Nick's Place. Come hang out from 7 to 6 all day long at Nick's Place. Come enjoy, have some drinks, some good food. We got game on with Barry Lamanek and Jerome Solomon up next.